good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're in it. We're in it. We're in it together. Welcome back to Jeremiah Wonders. Glad you guys enjoyed that Pete Holmes episode. What a what a fun one, right? What a fun, silly one, indeed. Got a lot of good feedback from that. So I, uh, I appreciate all that. And uh, been getting a ton of positive feedback on the Reagan Watkins album. Thank you to anybody that's been downloading that, guys, or uh, who has been buying the hard copies on the road. I have a limited amount of CDs that I've been putting out there on the road while we've been on the road with Kill Tony, and it's been fun. I'm actually in a hotel room in Madison, Wisconsin right now. Joel Berg is behind me. He is uh, being quiet in a hotel room bed right now as I record this intro. Say hi, Joel. Hear that angelic voice in the background? That was Joel Jimenez being nice while I get to record this intro real quick. How are you guys? Hope you had a good week. I had a very awesome, good, surreal week. Uh, I uh, I have a billboard with Pat Reagan on Hollywood Boulevard that is uh, pretty surreal to see that come to fruition. A lot of hard work and uh, a lot of tenacity, some people would say, to get us... Uh, to this point and very uh very grateful and feeling feeling very blessed so thank you for uh anybody who's been supporting us i want to uh debut another track on this podcast that i think you'll enjoy it's a short one uh, and then we'll get right into the podcast but i think you'll dig it from the debut reagan and watkins album this is i just masturbated Skin. Let me tell you. I just masturbated. I just masturbated. 20, 20, 24 seconds ago. I just masturbated. Nothing to do, so I blew my load. I just masturbated. Sticky, 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 it's all over my clothes. Hurry, 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 before my mom gets home. I can't control my penis, I gotta turn my bone. Oh, no, 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 no. Everybody, I, 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 I just masturbated. Everybody, I, 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 I just masturbated. Thanks. Sure. <laughs> Hope you dug that. Please keep downloading the album, guys, to keep us on the charts. And I will also have a link up soon for the limited edition vinyl copies. Those will be on sale soon. A lot of people are asking about those, so that's very exciting. The candles are about to be lit because today, Dean Del Rey is my guest. Oh, yeah. You may know him from his podcast, Let There Be Talk, IFC's Marin, or one of his many other TV and movie appearances. He is a staple in the comedy and podcasting scene, and I've actually been wanting to have Dean on uh, Jeremiah Wonders for a long time because he is a, uh, a good old pal who uh, is one of the people who I started comedy with out here in L.A., which uh, we talk a lot about. We'll get into that very soon. I want to thank the sponsors of this show, Speedweed, at L.A. Speedweed. Uh, check them out, at Speedweed on Twitter. 
Yeah, Gino hooks it up. Uh, going to be talking to him soon. Um, he's got a, uh, a studio that uh, is uh, going to be happening. Keep you guys posted on that. Might be uh, teaming up with uh, Gino on some fun, exciting stuff. Bronx-born pizza. Tom Schiffer uh, hooking it up. Have you guys been watching the YouTube videos? Uh, the Ben Glebe one or Pete Holmes? If you notice, there's three camera angles now. What? That's because of Thomas Schiffer over at Bronx-born pizza. Gray Block Pizza. Check those out. Bend, Oregon, Santa Monica, Los Angeles area, and then uh, Minchie Music, hooking up with those saxophones. Mm-hmm. And Caveman Coffee, everybody, Tate Fletcher over there at Caveman Coffee Co. If you are a company that would like to sponsor the show, email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com, or if you're just a listener that would like to support the show, you can uh, make a PayPal donation to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Just uh, say, we're friends, because your boy doesn't want to get charged for no reason. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) My buddy Gage, the beast, T-Arena, he helps me produce this show, and uh, he does the audio and video editing on uh, this podcast, and he does a really bang-up job, guys. does some cool effects, does great video production. You can follow him at G-A-G-E-T-I-J-E-R-I-N-A. G-A-G-E-T-I-J-E-R-I-N-A. Oh, I tried the baloney thing. It didn't work that time, Gage. Okay, remove the knife from my throat. I'm trying my hardest. He makes me plug him, but also I'm in a freaking straight jacket and he has a knife up to my throat right now. I'm trying to help a brother out. Yeah, he's a funny comic. Okay, cool. Yeah, go see him in Texas whenever you can. Did I get it right this time, Gage? Yikes. Ugh. Your kindness challenge letters, guys, <laughs> your letters keeps hending them in. I love reading them on the podcast and uh, love uh, sharing your stories. They're awesome. Uh, if you don't know what the kindness challenge is, every week I challenge you guys, the, the listeners, to do something out of the kindness of your heart. And, you know, it doesn't have to be something big. It can be something little. It can be for a stranger. It can be for somebody as you, that you know, as long as you're contributing something positive to society. I like reading your letters and stories on the pod. Keep sending them into jeremiahwonders at gmail.com and your artwork and your music submissions. Keep sending them. Jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. I will feature them on my Instagram and my YouTube and all that stuff. I want to read some quick tour dates and then we'll get right into this podcast with Ding Del Ray. All right. The final uh, tour dates uh, are coming up for Kill Tony, Poughkeepsie, New York, New York City, Brooklyn. We're doing uh, later this week, we're doing all those shows on the East Coast. And then uh, we're back in Texas in July. And then I've got some other uh, dates. Friday, June 28th, Reagan Watkins is headlining in San Diego. Get ticks for that. Sunday, June 30th, we're headlining at the Pack Theater in Los Angeles. Thursday, July 18th, Phoenix, Arizona, Stand Up Live. We're bringing our buddy Joel Jimenez to open for us and play drums doing that up and uh, Chris Dillon is going to be coming to play on bass Chroma Chris as well as uh, Saturday July 20th Huntington Beach Rec Room Joel Jimenez is opening playing drums and William Montgomery from Kill Tony fame regular as he will be uh, he'll be one of our openers on the Huntington Beach show in July Saturday July 20th at the Rec Room so come check that out and the Reagan Watkins album is uh, available on all platforms now guys so if you haven't downloaded yet that's also a, a great way to support the show we did it. We got all those announcements out of the way, and I want to get right into this podcast. Dean Del Rey, he's one of my best buddies in comedy uh, and just best friends in general. I love this guy. I know you will, too, if you're not aware of him. We had so much fun together riffing and reminiscing of old times and just a bunch of bad shows that we did together. So uh, this is just super fun and uh, a good energy podcast like I like <laughs> them all to be. Uh, get into his podcast, Let There Be Talk, if you don't know about it already. 
And please welcome my pal, Dean Del Rey, to Jeremiah Wonders. <laughs> what was that? A little clap? No, after that, you were all... I gotta get I gotta get out one last breath before the the pod starts. Oh yeah, I just, I, I just think a I, deep breath is a just centering myself before yeah. we. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm, Dean, almost, I'm almost there, dude. I'm okay, I just there. uh just give me just give me a quick second. Okay, I gotta get to the podcast. Just let me um yeah. just real real quick. Just let, let me, me get uh, to the podcast for a minute. Okay, uh, there it is. Okay, there let's is. uh let's yeah. meditate together real quick, Dean. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh yeah. Which by the way, this goes good with the microdosing. I've been microdosing mushrooms. Have you been microdosing yes. lately? Dude, how's that been, man? Love it, dude. Yeah? Love it. Took a little batch this morning. Oof. Yeah, it gets, makes the Uber ride smooth out. Oh man, it's it it's it's a real treat, Uber rides. Yeah. When you're when you're microdosing. I don't mind the terrible music they're playing i'm just back there like you phase it out these kids like some weird shit and then i just stare out the window <laughs> you, you got your own playlist in yeah, your head playing absolutely i start singing along too yeah yeah you all of a sudden know the lyrics to the bad songs and you're yeah. like, how, how does this even happen yeah i was like you know i don't even know what they're playing <laughs> once in a while you get some good music down in uber and you're like this guy gets it dude a dollar tip for him. <laughs> dude, feeling like a king. Yeah, yeah. Dude, a dollar, dude. Get yourself some nuggets. <laughs> dude, go get yourself a big gulp later. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, there was uh, one Uber driver that uh, I've asked maybe one or two Uber drivers ever. I'm like, what What are you playing? Yeah. And it was this, uh, it was this French guy. He was playing like some French new wave techno that was just dope. I had a woman drive me yesterday. I got in. She didn't even ask if this was okay. You know, they go, this okay? I was just in. So she's listening to NPR. And it was a segment, and you guys can look this up, I'm sure, about a woman who had part of her brain cut out because she had depression, and they put some shockers on there. You, I guess you wear like a bot battery pack or whatever. Yeah. Whatever, you're a little depressed. You, <clears throat> you just give yourself a little blast. And I was like, I'll stick to microdosing. Yeah. <laughs> she had part of her brain. And, and so I'm riding in the car hearing this. I go, this is the gloomiest shit ever. Yep. I don't need to hear this. I, I got off a, a flight like super early in the morning, like Sunday morning after a weekend of gigs. I was exhausted. And my Uber driver had, uh, it was NPR on and they were talking just all the political stuff. And I was like, do you mind if we change it? Yeah. I'm like not in the mood to hear this right now. NPR, like. It's it's good, but it's also depressing sometimes. Like, of course it's, it's it is. It's just so serious. It's so much just serious yeah. news just so coming it. straight and, at you. And the way it's recorded, it's like you could tell the person's not in the room with them. Yeah. They're like flown in questions. Oh, yeah. It's, so, it's like they're, yeah. They're, <laughs> so it'll come in and the woman will be like, so then you got part of your brain cut out, huh? And then it'll be a pause. Be like, then I went to the doctor. And they did the surgery. <laughs> it's going like, this is a magic. Yeah, it's like a bad documentary. Yeah, they they, they like, just got mailed to them. I don't need it. <laughs> NPR. I'm in your They pad. get right up on, on those mics on NPR. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in your pad, and I just want to know where that pocket pussy is. That you, Dude, you, I had to throw it away, you man. You did? Yeah. 
What happened? You got married and that was the thing? No, I like it just got kind of gross. Oh yeah. I I've I still have one left. Ah! <laughs> I had, I, I had, In the box? I had three no, no. I had three at once. Uh, three. I had a I had you a greedy bastard. I had a vagina, I had a butthole, and then I had a do-it-yourself is called like a sure shot or something like that, where it's like a, it's like an apple core, like you yeah. just like are doing this with it. I think there's some guys out there that want an ear. And, like, oh yeah, yeah dude! Really, I saw I a ear. foot one, Dean. Oh, I've seen it's that. It's so yeah. gross. Yeah, just, just like the top, just, just rubber foot. I saw so that gross. somebody, yeah, somebody on. I think it's like Josh Wolf or somebody like posted. Yeah, he yeah, posted like so, a yeah. lot of that weird yeah. meme yeah. stuff. Yeah. He posted something today where a guy got crashed off a bridge trying to suck his own dick. Yeah, dude, there were so many people that tagged Red Band in that. Oh, because, <laughs> because he claimed on an episode of the yeah. show that he could suck his own dick, and we're like. Like what? Yeah. And he got on stage and just started like leaning down like yeah. this, and he wasn't even close. Oh yeah. And he's yeah. like, "No, I can do it. Look." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe when he was like fourteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, but I asked his girlfriend Janice, yeah. and she she confirmed it. I was like, "What? Oh man, I like to see that pass late <laughs> yeah, right at night. Oh, you don't want to suck my dick? I'll suck my own. Yeah. Dick. See you later. Rolling yeah. over. Yeah. Just, just, suck my my own dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good bumper sticker. I suck my own dick. I suck my own dick. <laughs> oh, I don't know how we got into that. I, I think just the flashlight stuff it yeah. <laughs> got yeah. into that. Dude, I've been holding on to a story that oh, I've been yeah. waiting to tell you oh, God. on my podcast yeah. uh, because I was going to tell you on your podcast and we literally finished recording. I was like, ah, I forgot to You've say You've been holding it. the story like two years? It's been years. Wow. Uh, so... Uh, Dean and I used to, uh, gig a lot together. Uh, I would go on the road. Um, even when, uh, you were even featuring, you'd have me, you'd convince, uh, the headliner to have me MC or yeah. open. And, uh, I was featuring for, uh, uh, Dean one weekend in Arizona and it was a one-nighter oh, yeah. that we did in Phoenix oh, the at, uh, the, at like, oh, uh, it was Jeremiah a one-nighter. I had to go home. I'm the headliner. He's laying down the travel schedule. You don't do that. He's like, oh, by the way, uh, I got to uh, come back the same night for a commercial audition. I'm like, dude, we had this great hotel in an old, like, rad building. Yeah. Oh, my God. Zero sleep. Oh, the absolute worst. Great show, though. Great show. Now, so, Dean, obviously, is doing this because we've been good buddies a long time. He's like, all right, man, I, I guess. Like, I yeah. guess I'll do this. But, yeah. like, in any other circumstance... The headliner would have been like, you're crazy. That's Absolutely. not happening. Oh, yeah. He would try touring with uh, Dalia. He'd be like, what? No, see you later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to basically wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. Well, the show ended at like uh, two o'clock. Two. And we ate something and then laid down for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And we didn't even sleep because we knew we'd just be out. And, uh, and, and what was the commercial even for? Well, it was for, it was, it was a theatrical audition. It was oh, like man. some, it was for some guest star or something. I'm like, I haven't got many guest star some auditions bullshit. that I didn't get that, <laughs> that I ended up not getting some fucking, and I wasn't going to get cut in on the money at all. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, if I end up booking it. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Where's that residual check? The yeah. Dean residual check. Yeah. They leave the nice hotel. <laughs> so Dean, obviously he's not in the best mood in the morning. Cause we're dead tired and 
it's not the drive even back. morning. It's we're still awake in the middle of the night, <laughs> and it's far. It's a six-hour drive. It's a solid six-hour drive. That's with no traffic. Yeah, and I just did an hour. Uh, we drove there, by the way. First, we drove there during the day. Then uh, we, we th- at that time, did we lose an hour or something too? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So like it so was that we, time of year. Yeah. And we drove there all day, six hours. Then I ran an hour, then met fans and stuff. And then we laid down for a minute and left again. Oh, zero. So I'm driving, so I'm driving back in the car and uh, Dean is kind of going in and out of sleep. Uh, and uh, on the way back, uh, I like need to to let one loose. I need to fart while Dean is in the passenger seat. <laughs> and I let one go and I was like, "Hmm, that was a little that was a little funky, whatever. I'll whatever. Hopefully Dean doesn't wake up from the smell or whatever, right?" Yeah. So, I go to get gas. Uh and Dean is like completely knocked out and I get up out of my seat and uh I you know, put gas in the car and uh go inside and pay and when I sit back down in the car, I realized that I had crapped my pants like, oh, man. like two hours ago. Oh, dude. So I had to make a split decision. I, I was like, do I go inside the bathroom of the gas station and clean myself up? Yeah. Or, or just drive. Or just drive. Oh. And I picked the latter. I just, yeah. I just Well, sat. I wouldn't have noticed because this car was such a piece of shit, by the way. This was it. You still got that Acura. No, so he yeah. had this Acura and he was like, oh, this is my baby. Which, <laughs> this thing's primo, man. I've had it since high school. And you get in and it's just a piece of shit. And uh, so even if he shit his pants in there, you're not going to smell it because the interior is all moldy. No. It's got some Tennessee it's or got leather. It's got that Kansas leather, baby. Oh, no, man. It was pleather. And it was definitely. I have pleather yeah. jackets like sewed to the, yeah. to the cloth seating. Yeah. And so you shit your pants. So I grabbed my pants and uh, and I, I sat in it. I drove another three, four hours with you in the passenger seat. And I asked you you <laughs> whenever you woke up i go i go dean uh how, how, how did you sleep yeah and you go oh it's horrible were you changing lanes every second uh, oh yeah you go i goes i couldn't sleep i felt like i was a, a bb in a box car the whole time <laughs> you, you go you yeah. go what were you doing I, and i was the reason i was changing lanes i was literally i was falling asleep at the wheel and i kept changing lanes to keep my energy level up. Oh. So I kept like going in between oh. cars and everything. I just say, fuck you for that. We could have died. <laughs> yeah. And you would have had pants shit. <laughs> they would have been like, oh, I don't know what happened here. Maybe they were having sex and, and he just left them dirty. He wrote them dirty. <laughs> oh man, we'd be on Josh Wolf's uh, Instagram. Yeah, all the weird memes. Riding dirty. Yeah, this is what happens when you go nuts to butts. Actually, <laughs> what happened to that car? Uh, I remember somebody hit it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and I and I didn't have enough money to. uh, uh, I needed other things fixed on it, so I ended up getting new tires on it, and I just like instead of fixing the the door. I remember. uh, What do you drive now? Uh, It's a Honda CRZ. It's like a yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it's so cars. Yeah, dude. So many years ago, my favorite. My favorite was when you just wore that red blazer. And uh, Ian and I were like, oh man, we we went out and did that college show. 
Yep, at uh, at Irvine. Yeah, was it like UC yeah. Irvine? Maybe. Yeah, 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 something like that. It was actually pretty good. You were hosting, I think. Were you? Yeah, it was hosting? actually a great show. Yeah, or were yeah. you just opening? Uh, I was one of the openers. I think like Grant Cotter or somebody was yeah. like, uh, yeah, and, and, set it up for us. And Jeremiah had this dumb red blazer, and it was it looked like when you were at the movies as an usher in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> All right this way, madame. Ticket, please. Ticket. Like, like that one guy rad on Fast Times. Ticket, please. You know? And it was way oversized. And Ian and I were like, we've come to the conclusion it's time for a funeral for the blazer. <laughs> and we, we were like going to burn it. And he's like, no, man, you can't pay this much. I do every show in this. Yeah. And look how your career took off after you got rid of the blazer. It's true, man. It was one of those weird things where I thought that that was going to be one of the things that, uh, that <laughs> separated thing. me. Your thing. I thought, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought that that was going to be the thing that like, oh, it's going to set me apart from my competition. Like that whole thing. Like, it's going to give me a look, you know, a signature thing. Yeah. Are your neighbors bowling right now? Yeah, I think so. What the fuck he's was got that? A, he's got a dog up there. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would be so out of here. Well, I've got a dog named Saxophone, so yeah. <laughs> I can't, I never say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Whoa, man. I'll tell you, it's a apartment. I'm, I'm working on a bit right now where... It's crazy to hear that because I'm so like, oh, apart. You know, I've 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 been screwed in two apartments. Of yeah, noise. yeah. You've had some some bad luck with some apartments. So brutal. So I'm trying to do a bit right now. Of like, I feel like they should. Um, if you go to an electronics store and you're going to buy a surround sound system, they need to ID you. So they ID and they go. <laughs> This is a studio apartment, dude. Headphones. You That's know? hilarious. Like, like yeah. no surround sound allowed in apartments. Yeah. You can't have surround sound lifestyle in a, an apartment. Yeah, watching like a Christopher Nolan film, just oh. like the walls and oh, windows. Shoot. That was it. <laughs> Neighbors just watching Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, neighbor, fuck you. Is this the scarecrow that's calling in from? It is the scarecrow from Batman Begins. Yes, you pay too much rent for this kind of noise. Uh, sorry, scarecrow. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll try to keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> That's, I think that's the voice in my head when, when oh, I, like when, when you when hear the, a neighbor. Oh my God. Yeah. I finally, after three years, got a place that's just primo and uh, yeah. I'm going to end up completely broke from it. But I'm like, but it's, it's going to be an investment though. You said that the, there's like a, an area for a podcast studio. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like the reality is here's the problem. I'm 53 years old and it's like you've turned, you turn into that guy that says there's no good music anymore. I'm more like, I remember when the rent was seven fifty. Yeah. And you have to realize, and this is how I look at it is like, I scored for like 30 years. Yeah. And, and I'm kind of fucked now because in my mind, I'm like, man, it, this place here Jeremiah lives in would be seven fifty, dollars right. you know, back in the day. Sure. <clears throat> and now 
I decide. So you're just screwed when you think that. And yeah, you get in a particular mindset, and then you're yeah. like, "Oh, I'm not growing like with the current like where the marketplace is at all." Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. like my wife was looking at because she wants a bigger place eventually, and I'm like, "Well, hopefully." Yeah. Uh, but she was looking at at different places, and the market has gone up so much that like everything, like for a two bedroom, like in yeah. L.A., it's over two grand easily. Yeah, yeah. And but here's how you get rid of that mindset, and this is what I did: just go live in New York, and then you come back. You're like, oh man, this is cheap, this is cheap. Oh man. yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'll take this, you know. But don't come from fucking dumb Kansas like you, because then you're like. <laughs> Yeah, your mom, you're going to have to hear your mom all the time. You know, Jeremiah, you could have a mortgage for what you're paying out there. And it's like, wouldn't be able to pay that mortgage because I'd be working at the Walmart. Yeah. But also <laughs> the, the trade off, like you always say, is like, but you also have to live there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The people complain. I'm like, Bakersfield's a dollar. No one's running out there. Yeah. No one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's insane yeah i did uh i did like one comedy show in bakersfield and i was like oh like right after i was like yeah i'm i'm going right back like oh, yeah. immediately we got your room nah, I'm no no you can through could i take uh do you have to take the yeah. money and stuff? i don't need to be stabbed yeah in, in the hotel yeah 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 <laughs> Fucking, oh man yeah I, when i started comedy uh, they don't really have them anymore. Um, but like seven years ago or whatever, you would just go up and down the five and the 99 yeah. and do these one nighters all over Modesto, Bakersfield, uh, San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, uh, you know, all the way to Sacramento and back. Yeah. And you would do that shit. Every night, I would just drive back on a motorcycle. Oh, dude, you, you were the king of finding those. Oh, man. People would just hit me. Yeah. Hey, we got to- Because you get... became known as that guy. Yeah. They just like, yeah, I'll hop on my bike. I'll be right there. And I'd burn out there. I yeah. remember one time I was doing one. It was, uh, it was in Bakersfield, and I was going over the five. It was like- it was like 65 degrees. I did a spot at the improv at like eight, and I was headlining Bakersfield at 11. So I go, I got this. So it was like 65, but then as I got up to the top of the grapevine, it was snowing. Oh, no. Actually snowing. <laughs> it was freezing. It was dead winter, but you don't think about winter when you're living here. You're like, I'm just going to Bakersfield. Yeah. I was freezing. My thumbs were frozen from hanging off the sides. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to die for this $36. <laughs> I'm going up, but I'm getting to run an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and so I get to the bottom of the hill. And I get that pull up. It's a sports bar. Oh, man. Raider games going on. So you got Raider, Raider trash. <laughs> and there's like seven people. And the Raider game just ends. He goes, we're going to start the show now. I'm like, oh, man. I, can I go first? And he goes, yeah, I did like 30 minutes. He paid me. I was back on the bike, back up into the snow, frozen thumbs again. Ah, oh. oh, brutal. Dude, some of those early gigs that we did were oh. so rough, man. Oh, man. Do you remember that one that we did? Uh, was it in Huntington Beach or it was somewhere in like a beach town kind of area? Yeah. And there was maybe three people in there, but we had to fill the time to get paid. Which one was Do that? You remember that one? No. Dude, it was like 
so like you're getting paid like to headline like 150 bucks. And I yeah. think I was like getting paid like 50 bucks a feature yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So we drove down there together and we literally, there was three people in there and the, and the bar obviously is not happy because the promoter who said that they were going to get people there yeah. didn't, yeah. they had already agreed on the set price and he's looking at us so like, do you guys want to do the show? And we're like looking at each other like, we need money. Yeah. yeah we're yeah, doing yeah, the show. Yeah. We do. So we ended up doing like <laughs> Dean called me up during his set and we start doing karaoke with some of the other people in dude, the bar just to fill the one. time dude oh it was so brutal i do remember when biddlecombe and i did though theater in anaheim theater <laughs> we show up a theater seven people Oh no. And in the back they had costumes because they put on plays. Yeah. So Biddle and I just put on giant costumes. <laughs> Is that where that hat picture yeah. of him yeah, comes yeah, from? Yeah, that's, that's so that's funny, from, dude. Man, backstage and dude, uh, and we did the uh, I did the hour for seven people. Josh Nasser was the guy building that. It was Tustin. I have done it. that gig. That's it. Oh my Remember goodness. That? Oh, I did that gig and that was one of the last times that I wore uh, a graphic tee on stage uh, at a show because uh, somebody was drunk and I was wearing those blazer era of yeah. Jeremiah blazer and a BA <laughs> yeah. blazer yeah. <laughs> before and after blazer oh you still got that fucking thing yeah dude where is it go get it real quick <laughs> Just put that thing on for the rest of the podcast. For, it's so hot. Come it's, on, just do it, dude, for comedy. Old Jeremiah. All right, man. Go get that thing. All right, I'll go get it. But Holy shit. Dean, you got to host while I go okay. get it. So I, I can't even. I'll do some singing while you're do, there. Yeah, do some yeah. singing and play, play with some effects while, while you're over there. This is the Bee Gees effect, which is, uh, Bee Gees are one of my favorite. If you never got into uh, Saturday Night Fever, you're out of your mind. But here we go. Uh, uh, you can tell by the way I move my feet. I'm a woman's man, no time to think. Baby boy, wait a thought. Crack the damn in my mouth, roll that bottle I'm okay. It don't hurt them anyway. It's okay. Look at the, what the fuck? It's even bigger than I remember. I've lost weight since then. Oh, so Ellen, 80s Ellen. It's truly, especially now, like oh. with my with my new haircut, it's even more Ellen, dude. Oh my God, dude. It's giant. It's giant, dude. Where the fuck did you buy that thing? You would never believe it, a Salvation Army in Kansas. Of course I would believe that. What are you talking about? That's exactly where you got it. I know, that's exactly And the guys in the back are like, look at this dick Look at this guy. And it wasn't even Halloween. You no. just went in like Dude, in June. I was that weird hipster kid in Kansas that loved those old jackets and yeah. stuff. I love and old jackets too, but ones that fit are cool. 
<laughs> you know what? I was I have such long arms. I was just stoked that it reached my wrist, oh and I was like, "This is this is a fit." Oh my god! Every fucking show, every show. Wore. This was in a backpack. It was oh. rolled up. Oh yeah. And a matter of fact, one time they said, "Hey, you're on next," because someone was late, and he's like, "Oh, my blazer." And we're like, "Dude, just go on." He's like, "No, no, I gotta get the blazer." What? I like ran upstairs. Oh and my like, put god, it on real quick. dude! Oh, I fucking oh, I can't believe it. I can't wait till Ian, I know Ian won't watch us, but if he did, he'd be like, that goddamn blazer. Oh, dude, he, <laughs> dude, you, Ian, and, and, uh, and Barry Sobel yeah. were the three people that were like, if you don't retire this, <laughs> yeah. it's going to deeply affect your career. Absolutely. And I was just and being it, serious. No, no, no. You, the, yeah. you guys were actually being good friends. You're looking out for me because yeah. you're like, they're like, hey man, like, here's the thing. Your comedy is great. You're working hard. You're doing all the right things. But we got to talk to you about your look. Yeah. That blazer, you got to get rid of it. You yeah. got to put it to, to rest. See, and also, uh, it was the same thing that Ian did to me. Like two years in, I thought I was killing. I was. I was getting massive laughs and stuff. But he just pulled me aside and said, hey, man, that material's bullshit. And, uh, and he was right. And I took a year to... Uh, for just bombing and it, it was hard not to go back to the, the dude bits. stuff that you know that works oh yeah absolutely I, like, I remember i had a winnie the pooh bit uh yeah that bit killed i remember yeah it killed and and tony baker had a, a winnie the pooh bit also so it was crazy because he and i were good friends and started together so at the time you're like ah oh, tony's here he's gonna do his winnie the pooh who's on but you know like you only oh, have like yeah. four bits of course you yeah you can't you're, lose you're, one of your, your go-to crush your bits I yeah can't lose a bit you oh, know man that's a uh, oh. And then I had that Bobby King of the Hill bit. It's just yeah. a bunch of dumb shit, you know? Yeah. Was last, awesome. last night I'm doing bits about funeral slash flea markets I want to put on. Yeah. <laughs> the whole different game now. Whole different. You'll be able to talk about whatever you want now. Yeah. Because you're more seasoned. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I honestly don't know if I'm going to be able to wear this. Dude. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, just for the torture. It's just comedy. Oh. It's so, it's so hot. Like this is literally giving me flashbacks of me committing so hard and doing so many act outs that were not working on stage of me. just like polyester. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is brutal. I, I remember one of your act outs on, in this jacket, you would, what was the, Oh, you did a, like a guns and roses one, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I, I did the GNR too. Yeah. And it's interesting that, how old Guns N' Roses is, um, but the uh, they're so big that the premise would still work right now. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was one of those things where, yeah, I haven't done it because it's one of those things where it's like, you you, you know, you try to do more and more updated stuff as yeah. the years go on or whatever, but uh, uh, it was a, uh, it was Guns N' Roses doing an ad for Little Caesars. Oh, yeah. 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 And mine was mine was the nuts to butts. It yeah, was just hilarious. yeah. <laughs> just the the Axl Rose, the gift that kept giving. I know. Yeah, well, so. you're well, you're a big uh, you're a big GNR guy. Yeah, yep. I do love GNR, but you know it's funny. It's uh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't listen to it as much now because I I think after like whatever. 88 that came out it's been listening to it so long that i'm like i think i'm good yeah you're like i i think i got it now i think i'm good man. yeah can you imagine just listening to a record like every other day for 25 years oh no, <laughs> what do you what do you listen to right now 
Like what are, what are some bands that you've gotten into recently? Oh, I just listened to so much new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just, uh, I love this guy, Marcus King. I, you know, it's funny cause I, I put it all in my phone because it's so, so much great new music that people, you know, they ask me all the time and I got to, I love this, uh, the Pilgrim, this band, the Pilgrim, if you're into kind of cool uh desert rock then creamer if you're into kind of beetley beetles kind of uh jellyfish band and uh this guy chris Forsyth. it's every day i get new music uh recommendations or i find it and uh I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Well, you're, you've, you know, you've kind of established yourself as like that rock and roll comedian. So I feel like a, a lot of people want to connect with you on that level and be like, Hey, like if you appreciate this, like I've heard you talk about how much you like this band. Yeah. I got a suggestion that's going to blow you away. Yeah. It, it, it's, I, I tell you what, there was a band yesterday. Everybody was hitting me on and I'm not going to uh, say who it is because uh, I always say promote what's great, not what you hate. Right. But People, and it's really interesting that people, um, they look, hey, you're taking the blazer off. Yeah, man. What are you doing, dude? I, I got to take it off. You know what? Like, <laughs> come on, dude. No, I, I literally can't do it the rest of the It's so hot. It's so hot underneath these lights. You don't have AC, or is it because of the sound? So there's a sound. It's yeah. like you're all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the dog walking upstairs. Oh, that actually doesn't show up on the mics. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, you know what's funny about this jacket now is I do a character on uh, Kill Tony that originated from uh, my act, and it's this 80s comedian character. Yeah. And uh, it's very like uh, one line. Is it based on a Jim Carrey? Uh, no, it's, uh, it's based on kind of like, uh, like corny, like kind of one-liner eighties, like oh, yeah, comedians, like, yeah. uh, yeah. Like, Hey, the milkman came by and then like a, some kind of one-liner that's goofy. Yeah. Like, Whoa, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. So, uh, there's this, uh, character, uh, named Zippy that I've, uh, <laughs> this comedian wears, I've got like a big blonde Afro and I wear that jacket and a little Easter egg for, uh. For the the people out there who know that character, th that is the red. It's from the red jacket that I used to literally wear on stage. That <laughs> yeah. Dean just made me put on on this podcast. He's, every set, he's spoofing himself. Yeah, he, he does a character of himself from six years ago. <laughs> he's calling it an '80s comic, but it's really six years ago. It's really just Jeremiah's <laughs> six years ago, like yeah. what I thought was like the right path for yeah, me at Irvine. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Anyway, so somebody sent me over the, a bunch of people sent me over this band all at once. And I had heard of the band like months ago. Yeah. And, and people think that if you like Guns N' Roses, that you just like the entire 80s uh, genre, you mm. know, like, oh yeah, well you like this and that, you know, and it's like, nah, man, this is, you can't put Guns N' Roses up against all the other band. That's why they're still around. Yeah. Because they had great songs and they were dangerous and shit. It's not that people confuse it with just the sound and the flavor, you know, all right, come on, yeah, with the fucking hair, you know. I didn't like any of that. I was Jane's Addiction, Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith, bands with like great songs and stuff. So they sent me over this band yesterday, everybody, and I was just, I was actually like, like God, oh, you, you don't get it. It's <laughs> yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, guys. Yeah. You don't get. It. Well, I figured you'd like this. It's like uh, '80s. It's like no, no. <laughs> I have an idea of who the band might be, but 
Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Oh yeah. Well, we'll talk off yeah, mic. Off mic about. We'll it. talk off mic. You know what's crazy, dude? We yeah. sometimes it happens on the show when we mention certain celebrities' names. Uh, they hear about it somehow and they end up calling into the show. And oh, yeah, uh, on my caller ID right here, I actually it says uh, AR. I think Axel Rose. Oh, actually calling into the show. Finally, I've been trying to get him on my podcast right now. That's good. Um, hello. Uh, uh, Axel is uh, Axel calling into the show right now. You know where you are. You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. Uh, you uh, you actually just called into to Jeremiah Wonders, Axel. Uh, we're not in the jungle. Uh, we're in Los Angeles, actually. Uh, you know? Oh, yeah. L.A. <laughs> uh, so when can we get you scheduled on Dean Del Rey's podcast? Because uh, Let There Be Talk has a big uh, music uh, base that they would love to, to hear from you on there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a great accent. Where do we go? Oh, you got your own. Where do we go now? Where do we go? That's such a fucking... Where do we go? I thought it was two singers when they when the record came out. I thought so too. Because I knew the band. I saw that, the band live I was and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. that low and the high? Yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh, Turn around, bitch. I got a yes for you. Besides. Yeah. Dude, I got a story. I don't know if I've ever told this story. I tried to do it on stage a couple times, but I have. I would have to cut it down. But my buddy was playing keyboards in the uh, Corey Feldman band in the 90s. Wow. Yeah. I bet he's got some stories. This is uh, Mach 1 Corey's band, not the Angels he did like two years ago. Yeah, I which saw that one. Chris Porter told me, by the way, he uh, went down and saw it in Santa Barbara. Chris he, Porter went and saw them live? He said, it's the gift that keeps giving. Oh, my. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Right? Oh. Dude, he he uh, he came and judged a night of roast battle. Yeah. And, uh, Corey Feldman? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was, dude, it was, and, and uh, there was a roaster, David Lucas, who was on stage. Corey Feldman was getting confident in the room. Uh-oh. And getting a little start, cocky. He's getting cocky. He started throwing out roast jokes at the comedians on stage. Oh, shit. And David Lucas looks over at him and and he's like trying to be incognito and he, and Corey Feldman's wearing this little fedora yeah. and he's like shut up you looking like the ghost of Michael Jackson over here and the room <laughs> just like imploded on itself uh, oh man oh god i wish i was there that night cuz i'd run my story by him and watch him fume so my buddy had played uh, keyboards in Guns N' Roses. He played on the Illusion Records. This mm -hmm. guy named um, Howard Tiemann. He's a tattooer over in uh, the Valley, like a famous artist. He's the guy that did the incredible art of all the comics in the office. Oh, okay. You know that poster? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's dot work. And yeah. it's in the office. It's all the comedians, John Belushi, all those people, you know, it's yeah. like a party. So he was playing keyboards in Corey Feldman for money. And he, uh, I was uh, talking to him and I go, what do you got tonight? He goes, oh man, we're playing Roxbury. I go, oh, who are you playing with? And he's like, Corey Feldman. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I think like from GNR to Corey Feldman, yeah. man, that's rough. That's a little rough. He goes, you guys want to come down? I'm like, no. And he's like, all right, whatever. And then I hung up and my buddy goes, dude, we crazy. We got to go to that. It's going to be hilarious. I go, all right, I'll call him back. 
Meanwhile, I had asked him what songs they were playing. He said they played covers like they did Beatles, Jackson 5, Doors, Break On Through. Yeah. So I call Roxbury. This is pre kind of cell phone everybody, 90s. Actually, I don't think anybody had cell phone. I called him. Oh, I called him from a house. I remember now because I was bummed we didn't tape it. And this woman answers. And I can hear in the background their sound checking. And I just, for some reason, I go, uh, Corey Feldman, please. And she goes, uh, who's calling? And I go, Axel Rose. And she's like, uh, what? And this is Axel, you know, like giant, you know? Yeah. And uh, she's like, huh? And I go, yeah, it's Axel. And she goes, hold on. So uh, like five minutes goes by. Goes, Hello? <laughs> hey, Corey. He's like, yeah, who's this? And I go, it's Axel Rose. And he's like, oh, come on, man. Who? I go, it's Axel. It's, it's Axel. When's the last time I saw you? And I was like, I, I don't remember that, but I heard you got a band and I want to come down. And he's like, uh, is this really Axel? And I go, yeah, I want to come down, man. Maybe I'll sit in. He's like, what? You know, and now he's not really sure, but he yeah. doesn't want to burn the bridge. Of course. So <laughs> just to hit him a little bit, he goes, we've got red carpet. It's going to be wild. Is this Axel? And I just hit him with this. I know they're doing the doors. So I go, break on through to the other side. Yeah. And then he's silent for a minute. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, oh God, this is going to be great. You want to come to sound check? Oh, you got to come to, oh, I can't, I can hear him muffling. Oh yeah. Okay. And I'm like, all right. Now I'm just talking, singing to him. I'll be there around midnight. You know, I get up. Right. <laughs> so he's freaking out. I'm like, all right. I'll, I'll see you down there. Yeah. And hang up me and my buddy. And you can ask him, uh, Bill Fold, we are fucking dying. And say the guy, Casey. Are you Chase. trying to muffle your laughter between doing all this oh stuff? Oh, my God. You're just got to be dying. The, the guys have got the faces in the pillow. They don't even know what's going on. But the other guy ran back on home phones, got on the other line so he can hear it. Yeah. We're bummed we didn't tape it because we would have sent it right away to Howard Stern. Of know? course. Would have killed. Yeah. But uh, so we go to the gig. <laughs> My buddy puts me on the list. We get on and we go, there's three of us and we go and there's, it's just all kind of middle-aged women, you know, in there. There's, and it's kind of light. It's Roxbury. Um, and we're waiting and they finally come on. And the band comes on and he's got his glove. He comes out, he's wearing like a Michael Jackson glove. He's wearing like a Sergeant Pepper's like... Uh, general's jacket kind of like uh jeff ross wears is the yeah, rest yeah yeah and he comes out and he's doing his moves and everything and they play a song and at the end of the song it's kind of quiet like no you know it's because it's wacky people are like this is wacky and i'm in the middle about five feet and i just kind of turn and i'm like break on through to the other side and he knows he's been had yeah so he's just in the mic he goes fuck you <laughs> And we were on the ground. Oh, like, dude. fuck you. <laughs> oh. So after the show, I told my buddy, it was us that called. He goes, you fucking asshole. He made a sound check break on through for two hours. He was freaking out. He, he oh, it was too fast, too slow. Is this right? <laughs> wow. And it was an epic Corey Feldman. That's an epic prank. That's an oh. epic Corey Feldman story. Oh, dude. Early, early, you know, like, like early on, like, pre-jerky boys we used to prank call people just call them in the middle of the night yeah like hey calling about the fishing rod for sale Whoa. Yeah, okay, what? what? The, you know what time it is 
hours? Yeah, yeah. You got you fish at night, man. The fish, the fish right. don't sleep. What are you talking about? <laughs> fish, fishing, fishing at night. I don't, I don't know what's your hello. Calling about the eighty-two Corvette for sale. Is that still available? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's you're calling at three o'clock in the morning, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like to drive fast at night. Uh, is that original paint? Original paint. <sighs> What's the chrome? What's the chrome look like? Is it pitted or anything? Could you go out and look at it right now? I'm a serious buyer, sir. I know it's late. All right. Deborah. Deborah, we're going to get out. Somebody's calling about the Corvette. Let me. It's kind of early. Who's going to tell him to call tomorrow? All right. I'm a serious buyer. Serious buyer. Says he's a serious buyer. Serious buyer. I got 3,800 cash. Cash. Oh, okay. Let me go. I got a little powder, too. You want to trade some powder? Drink some powder for the, uh... Uh, don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you and I go out in that Corvette and get a little, uh, bush. You know uh, what I mean? Oh, uh, we'll see how the, the test drive goes. We'll break on through! Wait, is this actual real? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we used to do that, though, man. Call people. Oh, of course, man. Oh, pr- it's so prank, weird. Prank calling was so big, dude. Oh, well, Jerky Boys made, like, Twenty million dollars yeah. from it or something. You ever read yeah. that Jerky Boys battle? No. Those guys fought and everything. Really? I, was, I read some big story on them in like Rolling Stone or something. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, they, of course. I was telling somebody a couple of days ago. They go, I love the Jerky Boys. Who was it? And they're like, Oh, Dom Irera. He goes, I love that. And next thing you know, Dom Irera and I are doing Jerky Boys. You know? Oh man, my favorites. He never heard it. Pet Cobra. You know that one? They call, they call, they're like, a 911, what's your emergency? I got a pet cobra. It bite my eye. Oh. I go, dee, 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 instead of do, 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 and it got mad. <laughs> you know, the guy's like one of those snake charmers. Yeah, snake charmer <laughs> things. He's like a boiler. <laughs> my eye. Oh, my God. That shit was gold. Dude. Gold. Classic. Yeah, and then the Reds, you know, Mike Hunt is Mike oh, Hunt. Yeah, yeah. then I the mean, Simpsons did it. I you know. know. I yeah. wonder if they had to pay that guy. I don't know. That yeah. they that that definitely came out right around the same era. So it's like it's interesting, like who oh, kind of has ownership of that joke. The dude, but, the dude was the guy that did it because those tapes were passed around. They were called Reds. Red's bar or whatever tapes. Uh, and those are, it's weird how you just pass a cassette tape on it. Check these jokes out. Yeah. <laughs> and you get it to be like compilation. Like I used, I had a prank called my own on there and then some jerky boys and then some reds and then uh fucking what's his name, man. Uh, Neil hamburger. Those were great. I, I used to, uh, uh, record, uh, audio cassettes on, um, on the the radio stations, I'd have to I would get all the those bad commercials leading into the song, like yeah. just praying that I was recording like the hit song that I didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to call the station, there was no like like Spotify or there was no like uh, oh the worst no uh, Shazam, Shazam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shazam was the, the the radio DJ that hated you for calling in. Was that one sound song? Oh, and they like? fucked you too. Sometimes yeah. they'd be like, oh, all right, that was. Uh, Oh, we got an ad here on sports. I know. Go, Wait, compl- who oh, was that? Song? Who was that? I need to know. Whoever invented Shazam does not get enough glory. Yeah, not at all. Are you kidding me? Just sitting at Chipotle like, what is that? 
<laughs> what is that what, noise? What is that I'm hating? Yeah. I want to know what I'm hating right now. What is so this you know what Kanye to West? Ah, get out of here. <laughs> Let's get into this next segment, Fanning Out. Fanning Out. Questions from fans. Fanning Out? Yeah. What is that? So I reached out to people on social media and said, uh, if you could ask Dean any question or give any character suggestions for us to do, what would it be? Yeah. Uh, and there's some great ones. Uh, this is, um, this is, this one comes from at open visions on Twitter. Uh, what's it take to get rid of the, I'm too old to do this mentality. And do you even think about that shit that way? Well, when when I started comedy, everybody was like, I mean, I was getting hazed. Like, look at yeah, this old guy, like fierce at the comedy store. Yeah. Fierce. Just like, there's a guy. I remember Tony Hitchcock was like, there's a guy having a midlife crisis. You know what I mean? Like, because that, it's, it's really easy to, to shit on uh, beginners. It's like shooting fish in the barrel. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, so if the room's dead, you just do that and it gets the room going, hopefully. But that was back when there was nine people in the store. I know. So it was more like you're just roasting for the other comics, yeah. you know? But um, I think that's probably how you and I became friends so quickly early on in the mic scene is... I just saw you as a funny dude who was a hard worker. And I'm like, that. I feel like we were on the same wavelength of like, we got to get to that next step. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I, 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 I tell the story a lot, but I had no idea that I was old because the comics I loved were in their 40s. Of course. You know, Burr. Dangerfield, all those guys. Well, also even the ones. The uh, current ones. That, yeah. yeah, that I was seeing working and stuff. Uh, Marin and, 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 uh, Chris Rock was, uh, I don't know how old he is. I think he's like 48 or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. He's like all, maybe in his fifties. And Chappelle yeah. and those guys, you know, I was a huge Chappelle guy, um, that show, you know, the Dave Chappelle show and stuff. So I just figured, oh, that there is no age at comedy yeah. and there really isn't now, unless you're looking at comedy central or something, yeah. you know, I mean, the ageism I got, right now is unbelievable. Uh, still don't have an agent, you know, yeah. at, at 53 years old. But I, I thank God that in this, um, era now you just go do it yourself. Yep. Like what we're doing here, podcasting. I'm on the seven years of podcast now and congrats. That's and, awesome. Yeah. 487 episodes. Wow. Coming up on 500 and you just don't complain and you just do it. Yep. And eventually, um, if you're going to complain and stuff, just get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, man, we're all fucked out here. Yeah. You know, I'm fucked because I'm 53. So I got to work 10 times as hard. But uh, I don't look at it as work. I just love it so much. I'm like, I, I don't care. Yeah, man. I'm the, not going away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, like people come, people come and go like, oh, but, but like we're staying in it and it's like we're in it for the long haul. And then like people, a lot of times people who maybe, you know, kind of disregarded you early on, like they come, they end up coming around. Oh, they do. Well, I mean, also I think hard work, uh, people see it and they're like, Hey, this guy's working his ass off. That's what Marin and Burr, uh, definitely, uh, Joey Diaz. Those guys see me as like, Oh, this guy's busting his ass. Delia, you know, Delia was the first guy to bring me out headlining and stuff. So uh, yeah. not headline, but uh, featuring. So that kind of stuff, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's there's nothing to complain about. We're working in the number one club. Uh, I'm that, working at the comedy store and the comedy cellar. I got no no complaints. This this uh, this next question feeds uh, in really well. Uh, 
to that actually at percussion punisher one on instagram how has moving to new york and doing clubs out there helped your stand up being from the west coast well uh i live in both so i bounce back and forth but i think it's very vital um for two things one for the comedy community you don't want to be known as an LA comic or a New York comic. In my eyes, I just wanted to be known as a comic. Sure. And I also met a lot of great friends in New York. So now wherever I go, airports, other clubs, whatever, you run into these people and you're like, oh man, Big J, what up? You know, you're like, you run into guys and you're like, this is crazy. And uh, what I did learn in New York was... Um, it's a different type of comedy there. It's uh, kind of a lot geared around TV sets. People are working up TV sets and stuff like that. So it's tighter, quicker, boom, boom, boom. And I learned right away not to try to do what you don't do. When I first got there, I was like, I'm going to, I'll chop these jokes up and oh, just. To, bah, bah, bah. to get to their rhythm kind yeah, of. And yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I watched Ari Shafir and I go, well, he's not doing that. He's yeah. not changing. I wasn't changing. I was just trying to keep up a tempo. Yeah. Trying to acclimate a little bit more. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, and then once I learned, no, man. And it goes back to what Bird told me years and years ago. Just be you wherever you're at. Yeah. That's it. And then, and boom, that's such a vital piece. Yeah. Anytime I, I go out to the East Coast, especially in New York, like I, it's usually a showcase kind of lineup how the right. store is like a bunch of comics, like on a 90 minute show. And I always have to reset the room entirely Completely. to like what yeah. I do because it just, yeah. It's, and I think for, it's a, a breath of fresh air too sometimes where people are like, well, this guy's weird. Where, oh yeah, you know, it's super different. Yeah, yeah, where's this guy? <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. And uh, I like that challenge. And I just, uh, and and between the stand and the seller, the people I've met are just, it's unbelievable. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, it really is. Dude, and, I mean, dude, you're, you're, you're past at the comedy store and the comedy seller, yeah. the two hardest clubs in the country to get past at. Another thing in New York did to me, though, was made me fall back in love with L.A. Because I'd been here so long that you kind of get numb. Mm -hmm. So when you're in New York for a long time, I've been there like three years back and forth. But this year I was there for a whole year. You realize, oh, I'm a California guy, man. Yeah. I really am. I was born and raised here, born in Yosemite. I'm a California guy. Yeah. I love New York. But I don't have any love for the other outside pockets. I'm not a DC guy. Right. All oh, right, Philly. You know, I just don't, I, I'm not knocking them. I just don't know any. That's, I it's, don't. There's a different region. It's to not me, like, it's, yeah. To me, it's Manhattan, Brooklyn, that area there, and then California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. This one, uh, this one comes from, uh, Oh, this is this is somebody who I think knows you uh, well, who follows your podcast, I'm guessing, because it sounds like an insider question. At Derek underscore the underscore destroyer on Instagram, top three bands you ever booked at The Edge or One Step? Actually, uh, my partner booked those rooms. <clears throat> we had three rooms and I booked The Stone. So, uh, but we, we did share like hey should we get this band yeah let's get that band there's me and this guy jimmy arsenal and everybody we booked four rooms actually one in fresno the cadillac club but you know radiohead <laughs> we had radiohead on the bins uh early on uh or the first record um uh who else uh kiss i booked kiss you know when they were uh they did a special club 
uh, gig. Who else? Um, you know, I mean, we had everybody. Slayer, uh, Metallica awesome. played. I didn't book Metallica, but Metallica. Everybody played in this club, The Stone. Even Jerry Garcia. Everybody. How how long were you helping book those those venues? Uh, like five years, I wow. believe. And then one day, I remember I was on vacation. Five years, but I was really there like 10 years where the owner would be like, what do you think of this? And then finally he's like, you need to just come here and work, you know, because he would call me. Hey, I never heard of this band. Uh, you you know. were like the finger on the pulse kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, I yeah, always yeah. knew new music and they would call me up like, guys. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you the biggest, the best booking I ever did. And I talked to Jerry Cantrell about it. I booked Alice in Chains and Pearl Jam when Pearl Jam was called Mookie Blaylock and Allison Chains had just released their record and I booked them and there was about 50 people and it was my friends. And, and last year I toured and opened for Allison Chains as a comedian and it was the biggest fucking full circle I've ever had in my life of like, dude, when I was like 20 something years old or whatever I was, I booked you guys. He goes, I remember that. And then we, we broke in and talked about it. And Pearl Jam was Mookie Blaylock. And, and that shit was, that's, that's probably, pretty awesome. That's man. probably the, the hierarchy of uh, like knowing the pulse of like, yeah. this fucking band is great. That's so cool. Yeah. And Pearl Jam was fire. Cause I was a huge mother love bone fan. Yeah. Uh, this one comes from at Gabe Roger one on Twitter. How deep did you get into drugs and booze before you got clean? Oh, full on. Uh, just daily. <laughs> daily. Were you truly living that like rock star daily. kind of life? Yeah. Daily drinking, blow, uh, anything goes. Anything goes and uh, and uh, every day. Yeah. You know? it's, uh, I think I was 27 when I quit. What was the breaking point for you? Because 27 is kind of an interesting like, yeah, turning point. Yeah, that's the point. one everybody dies at. Yeah. My voice. My voice was uh, going. And they said, if you don't rest your voice, don't drink and everything, you're, you're getting vocal nodes. Uh, and if you rest now, they'll go away or, or else we're going to have to uh, laser them off and you won't be able to sing for like six months. I was like, whoa. whoa. And I... We learned to talk. I was talking really lazy and they sent me this voice guy. I was talking like this. Just all just throat. Just not projecting all yeah, throat. Yeah, not at all. Just all yeah. throat talking. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they go, dude, you're trashing your voice. It's what Were you doing that to like put putting out a, like a cool vibe? No, or? it was just more lazy, actually. Really? It was like, uh, if you're singing every night. Oh, then you were just like, oh, well, you're not right. resting. Really yeah, you're just like, ah. and I was just gravelly, and uh, you know, rock, rock music has uh, completely taken you know my right ear, uh, my body, everything out. You yeah. know, my right ear don't work at all anymore. <laughs> I love, I love when you're acting. You're like, this one's just for looks or yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, at Oliver Seven Garden on Instagram. I'd love to see you guys do each other as characters. Uh, I think Red Band does the best Dean Del Rey. Ask him uh, what guests he would want on his podcast but can't get. Do you have a Jeremiah impression? 
Well, throw that blazer on. <laughs> Give me that blazer. My Jeremiah impression is you just imp- doing an impression of me. Um, <laughs> Whenever I come down the road, you go, oh, hey. Oh, 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 oh. 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 Yeah, uh, every time I, I greet Dean, I'm like, oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> so that's my impression. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, everybody, it's Jeremiah from Kansas. <laughs> You can call me Cracker. Super white. Yeah. Jeremiah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Hello. Here's my impression of Kings of Leon lost in the woods. Oh, no. I've been running around, running down, but all I need. Oh, man. This one, that one cut deep. (laughs) I got to retire that joke. That's one of those jokes, man, that you're talking about that, like, keeps giving. Well, it's like the I've been doing that joke. I've, I'd actually, it actually it's one of the few jokes I've extended over the years because oh, it yeah, does. Oh yeah, you said Tony three something, and it got bigger. And it got yeah. bigger, and it's one of those things where uh, I keep doing it because it's every show somebody's like, "That was one of my favorite bits you did." I'm like, "Man, okay." Well, you know, here's the problem, and um, we're in a an era of uh, people doing new hours every year and all that, and the problem is. These jokes work and they're great. We also have to keep pushing ourselves and keep writing. But oh, totally. Each week, new people discover us. I know. And the thing is, is I look through my book and I'm like, wow, look at this joke from like five years ago. And I don't do it, but once in a while, I'll whip it out. And I remember Marin told me something. He's like, stop worrying about what comics think of you and yeah. just. Go your own path because if you're back there and they go, eh, this guy's been doing this joke for two years. It's yeah. like, yeah, man, but uh, what about this other? Yeah, what about the other thirty? New? Yeah. It's like new stuff. It's that just I, crazy. Yeah, so you yeah, can't yeah. you can't worry about uh, other what other people think. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Uh, that being said, though, I don't do the nuts to butts joke ever. Well, you, didn't you put it on an album or something? I recorded two records and I shelved them. I haven't put them out. Really? Yeah. How come? The first one, you know, the first one. Because that's kind of a bold move to to gear up to do something and then be like, I'm actually not going to put that out. Yeah. I recorded the first one at the Comedy Works, which is one of my uh, top five clubs. uh, in in, Great club. Yeah. And Wendy is incredible. I recorded it there and it was just a smash fest. Yeah. And as I listened to it, I was like, this crowd was too good. There was no dynamics. It was just a... Just a kill fest If you listen to it, you're like, man, this crowd's annoying. It was so hot. If you're listening to it, it's just... And it it just felt a little bit like, "Eh, this isn't real. I like... In in records, you comedy records... You want dynamics. Any of the greats, yeah. They have those moments where- You want to go on journeys and everything. And uh, so I shelved that one, which the label that did it was not happy. But I said, look, I'll pay for the next record and uh, out of my own money, and then we'll put that out. And we recorded that at La Jolla a year ago. And I listened to it and it was great and everything, but I was like, you know, that- I just don't want to represent myself yet. I love the animosity, or not animosity, the uh, being unknown. What's the word? Uh, Obscurity? Not obscurity, but, you know, 
I don't. Whatever you're gonna put out is you like the allure of of not, of not having a body work and being more like what's going on with this Dean guy. Well, that's cool, Mystique, but I'm talking about, am I there yet? And and when you okay. think about, and what it really hit me was when I was in New York, I was talking to Dave Attell and, and, and you know, uh, Skanks for the Memories. Every, yeah. Every, you know, he didn't put that out for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what's the hurry? A lot of friends had put out records. It's not, okay, you get some stuff on Sirius XM and all that, and that's great, and you make a little income, but I really want to find myself artistically before I go like, I, you know, I did some music records and I listen to them now and I say, there's no cringe moments. I listen to it and go, I like this record right now. And I really, uh, the music record. Yeah. The music record. And yeah. I really worked on it. It's funny that you say that because the, uh, I don't feel, I'm not, I don't feel ready to put out. Uh, an hour special of my standup, but yeah. I just put out an album of music comedy that right. I felt was ready to go. Like we had workshopped it everywhere. And the, and the main difference between music comedy, like you don't really keep coming up with tags for yeah. songs. And, and stuff. also you can just do snippets at shows of a song and you know, it's working. Yeah. Or where you're doing bits. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so like, that, yeah, I felt comfortable. Like that's my debut comedy album with Pat Reagan. Like that yeah. we put out, it's like, that's, I feel comfortable representing myself with that because it's something unique and something different, but my standup, I'm going to keep honing yeah. and keep tweaking until like, I feel like the hour is just like something that's truly special and not just an hour of, of, of a set. That's how I feel. I feel I'm a totally different comic from five years ago and oh, now, yeah. now I'm kind of in this, um, I'm on the 10th year here. I'm nine years, six months in. You and I have gone through a, a lot of different looks <laughs> oh, yeah. too, over the oh, years, yeah, yeah, over yeah, the yeah. last like 10 years. There's Absolutely. been a lot of different like haircuts. Fat, fat and, Dean. Yeah. You know, bald Dude, Dean. Dude, you and I, man, Dean Billy I, Idol Dean. On the road. Yeah. Billy Idol, <laughs> Billy Idol Dean. That was a good one, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you and I used to crush candy on the road together because I have like, you know, I have a bottomless pit. I'd eat it right appetite. now. Oh, I mean, not dude. really, but you know, it's just like, oh, candy, dude. <sighs> What so freak! We would go get those cherries, man. Oh, that's my favorite. The the little Coke bottles. And sometimes. then Moses, Brian Moses, fucked me one day. I remember we were in the kitchen. He came in. What's up, Dean? And he's got this bag. And I go, What are those? He goes, Oh, these are the uh, sour watermelons. You never had them? I go, Nah. And he goes, Oh, dude, this this the best. I had one. It was the crap. Uh, two times a night, I would walk to Pink Dot, the dealer. Yep. Dude, that we would go down yeah, there. You, you get teas and candy. Yeah, iced tea and candy. Iced tea and, and candy. I would just fuck up those uh, yeah. those water. Shout out to Brian Moses for the incredible. Uh, that's one thing I, I think. <laughs> the about. crippling candy addiction. I think about the comedy store and I think about, I don't hang with a lot of these guys, but I consider them great family friends Sure. over the years of just memories of all these people. Oh like, yeah. Oh my God. Moses turning me on to that. And, and, uh, you know, just thinking of all that stuff there. Oh, there's so, so many good things. Like, dude, the amount of times you and I have walked to pink dot to grab random <laughs> stuff. Oh, Dude, fucking it's like, you oh, want to go to Pink Totally Dot? broke, but paying $4 for iced tea because that goddamn Brutal. place. That place is a rob. <laughs> I hate that place so much. <laughs> I wish it was a 7-Eleven. So much better. This podcast brought to you by Pink Dot. Pink Dot. When you want to get absolutely robbed. Pink Dot. Pink robbing Dot. people for the people for us. Pink Dot. Robin Comics since the comedy store opened.
Robin Comics Blind says 1960. Thank God. Oh, man. Uh,. Somebody wanted to, uh, oh, this is a two-parter from a couple different people. Uh, Which, by the way, I saw one dick comment. He's like, ah, I thought that guy was a model. Uh, there's always there's always those comments. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll give you a modeling photo from <laughs> two years ago, the Fat Dean. Oh, man. Oh, dude. Oh, do you see that? I got the best one. Dude, I think Fat Dean is actually calling into the show right now, Yeah, dude. Fat Dean's calling in. Hello? Um, Fat Dean? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I'm over at Chipotle. You need anything? I got, I got a quesadilla. I got a burrito with all three meats. All three meats. And you, then I got... You got uh, all three meats in your Chipotle burrito? That's a little intense. No, man. Dude, I wish they had a fourth meat. I wish they had salmon. Mm. Salmon burrito. I don't know, dude. That sounds kind of gross. And then I got a uh, flan. You got flan? You ever eat flan? Dude? No. Flan is so Flan is, I've never heard somebody say that phrase, flan is good. You just have to get past the semen kind of uh, texture, but flan is yummy for the tummy. Um, all right, Fat Dean, whatever you say. <laughs> Let me just give you a, a real quick, you're going to love this, Fat Dean. And, and fuck this uh, face idea is just oh, dying yeah. lately. Fucking. Tyler Allen, 87, says he used to be hooked on candy, so uh, he'd like to know what uh, you think is the most underrated candy of all time. Oh, the most underrated. I definitely feel like the uh, gummy burgers are underrated. I love those things. And matter of fact, when I was in Europe, they have gummy eggs. So it looks like a, a an over easy egg. It's what? white and then the middle of the yolk. And, and you look like an asshole just eating. Yeah. You're just eating this fucking dumb egg. But the best overrated and hard to find candy. Is the uh, Chico stick. The Chico stick? Oh, you know that thing? I don't think I've had that. They sell it at the 101 Cafe. Yeah? Oh, it was my dessert every night. <laughs> it's a long, hard stick. Yeah. Don't get any ideas. And it's like weird. It's like a hard stick pressed together. It's like, let me show you a picture. And yeah. it's like, oh, my phone's off. It's coconutty uh, corn huh. flavor. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's called the Chico stick. I, I used to, uh, for your for your birthdays, because uh, we would always go to the, right. that Super Bowl party of, yeah. over at your buddies. I'd always bring Sour Patch Kids for oh. you for, for your birthday, just just feeding into the, the, the craving. I just ripped some uh, Sour Patch Kids, right? Oh, and the, you introduced me to that Australian licorice, dude. Oh, that, that shit is so good. That cherry licorice? Oh, that, it's unbelievable. It's and strawberry gooey too. and weird it's, yeah. in a bag. They sell it at uh, like Whole Those Foods. Those like bites. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. They're so good. That shit. Here's a good fat Dean. Like, Whoa. <laughs> will you text me that picture? Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll, have, a, oh. I'll have my buddy Gage who helps me produce Don't forget thing. about seventh grade, Dean. Please text me both of those oh, pictures. Oh, so badass. I parted it on the side. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you can't see that, but I wore a yeah. Yamaha jersey at, at picture day. Yeah. I'm a fucking biker. <laughs> uh, at ZV Waller from Twitter wants uh, you to do a character of a candy store owner. Candy store owner. So I'm gonna. So let's paint the picture. I'm gonna be walking in. Okay. Uh, to uh, I got candy, candy store. Oh, oh Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm just, a, I'm a little kid. I'm walking in and, uh, it says Dean's candy store on the outside 
and I walk in, uh, there's a, there's a little bell, uh, ding, ding, ding. Uh, uh, hi, uh, Hi, I'd like some, uh, I'd like some, um, I don't know what I want, actually. Uh, my parents just gave me $5. It's all gone. Wh- what? I ate everything. You- Gummy bears, hot tamales, Mike and Ike's, red vines, Jolly Ranchers, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, M&M's with peanuts and plain. I don't give a fuck. Oh, what? You ate all of it? Everything is gone except this Chico stick that's up my ass. Wait, what? I don't want that. Get out. Wait. Get out. You don't want my money? I've got $5. There's nothing here. There's not even sample candies? Nothing. I even snorted the pixie sticks. What about this starburst in the corner of there with the jelly belly remnants on the on the broom there's one shitty lemon left because nobody likes lemon what about lemon heads lemon heads are good but not lemon starbucks they taste like plastic do you have any sour skittles sour skittles can eat a dick oh what nobody likes sour skittles oh no what's happening there's a cauldron and there's smoke coming out of the cauldron now and your voice is changing dean some spinach candy, which tastes like shit. <laughs> no, I don't want any spinach candy. Talk to me. What do you want? Get out. We're closed. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get into this uh, next segment very quickly. It's called the kindness challenge. Oh, yeah. Now, let me explain uh, how this works, Dean, if okay. you don't know what it is. So the Kindness Challenge, every week I challenge uh, the listeners of this podcast to do something nice for somebody out of the kindness of their heart. It could be somebody that they know. It could be a complete stranger. Uh, it doesn't matter uh, how big or small as long as they're contributing something positive to society, right? So uh, I have people email in their letters and I read them on the show and then uh, we kind of discuss it and uh, and maybe share something that we did nice for somebody recently. Is this Jesus Corner? <laughs> right now on Jesus Corner, <laughs> Jeremiah and I are going to open the Bible and read a chapter. Man, you're listening to Jesus Corner right now. Welcome to Jesus Corner. I've never heard it called Jesus Corner before, but it's definitely making me feel self-conscious. You got to change the name of it to Jesus Corner. Jesus Corner. Uh, we'll keep it a kindness challenge. You should call your record Jesus Corner. Jesus Corner. That's actually a good comedy album name, Jesus Corner. That's funny. You uh, go to church back in the day? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I grew up going to church. Brutal. Yeah, man. Brutal. Brutal. Ropes. Ropes? Remember, you used to say ropes all the time. I still do. You do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, ropes. I got all these sayings that make Delia laugh, like fanzank. When I was growing up, I just had my own language. Fanzank? Like, fanzank. What is that? Like, hey, let's go to Burger King. Fanzank. <laughs> No, that meant that no. means no. Ropes is like that's uh, bad, dude. Ropes is bad, like on the ropes. Like God, this movie's on the ropes. Yeah, and you told you taught me what a lot lizard was. Yeah, a lot lizards. Yeah, I didn't make that one up though. Yeah, yeah. What are the other you ones? And, you and Earl Skakel use lot lizards. Yeah, and then Buddha. I used to say that, like, even my mom would say that one. Buddha was just anything like, ah, that thing's Buddha. You know what I mean? Is that good? I, it was this just kind of whatever. It was it good is. or bad. Yeah, this is Buddha. It just depends. Ropes. Ropes. <laughs> 
Uh, this one comes from a guy named Matthew, uh, and I like to try to uh, imagine what they might sound like based off the letter. And this guy goes like this. Uh, the first line goes, Dear Mr. Watkins, first to help with the read, I am American and have a nasally voice. Okay, so here we go. Before I get to my act of kindness, I would like to list the two programs that your guest Rafina Basto spoke of. They were Wacky Races and El Chavo del Ocho. Now the, the great mystery is solved for my small act of kindness. Okay. I was walking home from the grocery store and on my route, I pass a flight of stairs that connects the main road uh, uh, to a short cut tunnel that goes under the main road. On this particular time, there was a young mother standing at the top of the stairs with a baby and a large stroller and a small child at her side. I started walking up the stairs while I was asking her if she would like some help. I could see she was nervous about leading her children down the stairs. She seemed very relieved and grateful for the help. I enjoy your work in its various forms. Matthew. So he helped he helped a lady down the stairs. Very that, cool. That was his random act of kindness. That Very he did. cool. Have you done something random, uh, randomly nice for somebody? It could be somebody that you know. I did this podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get any uh, nicer than that. That's <laughs> so funny. The kindest challenge. Yeah, doing Jeremiah's podcast. Yeah, I'm over I didn't here. Want, I didn't want to be here. <laughs> uh, how about that? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Oh, dude. Let's get into this last segment, and uh, I'll give you some time to prep after I announce yeah. it. Sax talk. Oh. Sax talk. All right. So I prepped you, Dean. Yep. He's ready. He's going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to play some sweet, sweet sax underneath it. So whenever you're ready, Dean. So uh, my buddy had a... Uh, I just want to share this story because I always thought it was so weird. <laughs> He had a one bedroom apartment and the bathroom was in his bedroom and he had a friend visiting from town, from another town, from far away. So he decided, I'm going to let the buddy stay in the bedroom and I'll sleep on the couch for the weekend, you know. So after the like second day, you know, he got up in the middle of the night and he had to piss and his bedroom door was locked. And he's like, hey, man. And he's like knocking. He keeps knocking. He's like, dude, I got to piss. The guy, guy's not answering the door. So then he knocks like harder, like, hey, dude. I got to piss. And then the guy just does this one. He goes, <clears throat> waxing. <laughs> and he goes, what? And he goes, waxing. <laughs> he was rubbing one out in his bed. Like, like as a guest. Who rubs one out at a guest house? Uh, like, <laughs> so for years, I'd always be like, Waxon. Whenever I'd see him, man, he's like, what should I do? I was like, kick him out, man. <laughs> I'll be waxing. 
in San Francisco. All my friends, Futon. Just let it go. Waxing on the Futon. With a vision of the Golden Gate Bridge Waxing all night long Waxing <laughs> So so what was your relation to this friend like how like so th- this was over at a buddy's house and you were Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. And he said, "Hey, something weird happened over the weekend at my house." And I was like, "What what happened?" He said, "Well, I had a friend stay, and I let him stay in my room while I slept on the couch. So he, t- so you told your your buddy's story, yeah, because it was because to me it's like so weird. To I mean, think. that's weird. It's just so weird. Like works and and like to, instead of like just stopping and getting up and opening the door. Sorry, dude, I was asleep. He just lets him know I'll be done in a few. <laughs> like come back in a little while. Come back in a little while. I'm waxing in your bed. That's so gross. And to call it waxing and to clear his throat too, like <clears throat> waxing, waxing. Come back. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, he said he first said like, "What? What'd you say?" He's like, "Waxing, uh, waxing, <laughs> waxing." That's so gross. Brutal, brutal, dude. Waxing, wax. Oh, <laughs> dude. Sorry, I was just waxing your bed. Oh, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Dude, well, Dean, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Do you want to uh, plug your podcast? you got a great podcast called Let There Be Talk that you should definitely subscribe to on iTunes and all the platforms. Yeah, Let There Be Talk on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that. And then um, what else I got? Oh, I got a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yep, Dean Del Rey. Got uh, a lot of great episodes up there. And then uh, website, deandelray.com. Don't. Tweet at me and say when you're coming somewhere. Just go to the website. Yeah, the dates are fucking up I know, there. They're all there. They're there. Or request a podcast guest that you've already had. Oh, head explosion! <laughs> you ought to have blah blah blah. And you're like oh. I did episode fifty-seven. <laughs> just like, big fan, man. Big fan. <laughs> big fan. When you're coming to Cleveland, yeah, it was there yesterday. You're not that big of a fan. <laughs> when I'm a big fan, I know where that fucking band is. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Well, yeah, dude. Uh, love you, brother. Thank you so much for coming on. Follow yeah. Dean on everything. And uh, always a pleasure kicking it with you, my friend. I love you, dude. Yeah. Light the candles. Candles of rock. Light the candles. Rock. Light the candles of rock. Candles lit. <laughs> candles lit. And one last reminder, go pick up your copy of the Reagan and Watkins album available on all platforms at reaganandwatkins.com. Love you guys. Thanks.